uh what's up dream warriors welcome back to a podcast on elm street <laughs> i'm sorry uh i'm mark and i'm brooke and this week we are talking about 2020s sci-fi horror sputnik 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 come down here Texas. get yourself some sputnik <laughs> <laughs> uh... all i kept thinking Right, like hear this name is just like I need like a tin bucket so I can spit like tobacco into it or something. That's actually a joke that I was gonna make, but I couldn't fucking think of it off the top of my head. So I'm glad that you brought that up. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of uh in Wild Wild West, that guy that has like the ear thing and he just like tips it out into a oh, into a pail. That's so gross. <laughs> yeah. So in my eyes, that's what a Sputnik is. Um, before we dive into this movie what have you been up to since we last talked um not too much um (laughs) i know last uh podcast i've been kind of tearing uh bettina on the podcast a bit she's getting kind of upset so (laughs) but uh (laughs) i mentioned that we've been watching too many shows and i started another fucking show uh oh. So, yeah. You started um, it? We, yeah. Like, mm. I've been watching, finishing off some seasons that, like, I have a few episodes left of. So, uh, we finished the first season of Yellowstone. Nice. So, we're going to take a break from that. Um, I have a couple episodes left in Handmaid's Tale. So, I watched one of those. Okay. And then um, I started up again uh, Peaky Blinders. Sweet. Because the last I finished, I finished season four and was waiting for the new season to come out, but it's been out for like a year now, yeah. so I figured uh, it's only six episodes too, so it's super short, yeah. so I'll probably bang that out quickly. Getting ready for the movie that they're going to do. Yeah, exactly. Um, but for movies, I watch a couple of movies. Uh, the first movie is the movie that uh, I put up on Instagram and the followers did not uh, choose it, so <laughs> I had to... Go and watch it while myself, you know. I don't even remember so what movie Jesus. it was. Oh my god, uh, it was Unhinged with uh, oh, right, Academy Award winner Russell Crowe, right? Right, and um, it was okay. Um, I'm kind of glad, but kind of not glad I didn't get picked because like it was not that great. It was it was fun, but like the whole concept, like story of it, doesn't really make any sense, okay. like this. Shit. Russell Crowe doesn't it is like not believable. Like just, yeah, for the rampage he goes on just doesn't make any sense. But hmm. um, yeah, the girl kind of deserved it a little bit, but. Whoa, man. Yeah. Are you saying that she asked for it? She did. Whoa. <laughs> um, and then the second movie we watched was uh, on Valentine's Day. We watched Warm Bodies. Dude, no way. <laughs> yeah. That's one of the movies yeah. I watched this week, too. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Um, yeah, because uh, Horror Movie Crew covered it. Yeah. Um, so I listened to, I watched it after their episode. And uh, then we're just kind of like looking through movies on Valentine's Day. And uh, I was like, told Bettina, I was like, hey, have you seen this yet? She's like, no, I don't think so. So we watched that. And uh, I think she liked it more than I did. Um, yeah. Nice. It's, it's a great one. But uh, yeah, that's about it. Cool. What I watched. Cool. 
Yeah, after I uh, listened to HMC's episode on it, I was like, I haven't seen this movie since theaters. Like, I need to give it a rewatch. And uh, yeah, I don't know. It holds up. Like, I I enjoyed it. Yeah, me too. Like, considering um, how batshit crazy the concept is, like, I don't know. It's a new spin. Yeah, on- like, yeah. Sorry. Like, I think the one thing I kind of don't like about it is like the whole like bonesy guys, like the skeletons. Yeah. Um, I feel like I could do without that, but. Uh, yeah, they just released a new episode today, HMC. Um, go check them out on uh, Crimson Peak. Yeah. And uh, I told Josh I was going to watch it before it's in the episode because I'd never seen it before. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was going to watch it last night, but it was on any streaming sites and I didn't really feel like renting it. So I didn't watch it yet. So oh, I could. I thought it was, used to be on Netflix. Maybe not. No, I don't think it is anymore. Oh. But I think it was at one point. Yeah, though. I could have swore it was. But I'm not a huge fan of that movie. I haven't listened to the episode yet, but I don't know what their thoughts are on it. But yeah, I'm about halfway through the episode right now. Yeah, yeah. But uh, what else have you been watching? Uh, yeah. So I watched Warm Bodies, and then I took a page from your book from last week, and I watched American Pie. Nice. Uh, actually, I watched it the night after we recorded our last episode. That was nice. Um, yeah, you mentioned it. I was like, oh, fuck. It's been so long since I watched that. I need to rewatch it. Yeah. It's uh, it's always a great time, though. Yeah. Uh, and then we were at my in-laws on Sunday. Yeah, Sunday. And uh, um, myself and my father-in-law watched Taken 2 on TV. It just, <laughs> it just came on and he left it on. And I was like, yeah, I can dig this. Um, I don't know if i've seen the second one. Oh no i know i've definitely seen the first one but i feel like there's three of them right yeah there is yeah i feel like the last two of them kind of like all just morph into one movie taken two wasn't bad taken three was kind of shit but like it just oh, it okay. just got repetitive at that point not really worth rushing out for no but other than that yeah i've just been playing video games reading working the regular shit nice uh i think we're we on season three of yellowstone now yeah i think so yeah damn boy yeah i mean it's fucking nuts i love it and i'm still powering through superstore oh i got caught up on wandavision uh last night oh dude how good is it's so good oh man oh i uh i came home from work last night and I powered through three episodes after work because they're short episodes. So I, uh, it's a good thing he did because I heard that the last three episodes are an hour long. Oh shit. Really? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, oh yeah. And I finished Mandalorian as well. There's another show I knocked off. Nice. Um, and yeah, like, uh, I saw that, uh, Elizabeth Olsen, Elizabeth Olsen, I think that's her name, right? Yep. Um, she said that uh, there's going to be a cameo in this that's as big as the cameo in the last episode of Mandalorian season two, oh. which I don't think you've seen, but um, pretty huge episode. Like there was a few cameos in it. Yeah. And uh, so it kind of gets me excited that I've been like following all like fan theories of what might happen. And I'm kind of super stoked yeah. um, to see what happens. Cause honestly it's uh, 
That's a great show, man. Yeah, like the first two episodes, I was like, I was enjoying them, but I was like, where are they going with this? Like, what the fuck is going on? Exactly, right? And then like the third episode, you kind of get like little hints here and there. And then the fourth, fifth and sixth sixth episode are just like mind blowing. It's like, holy shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, I'm excited for Disney this year because they have pretty much no break in between TV shows like as soon as this is done, um, Falcon and Winter Soldier starts up. Oh, yeah, true. And then once that's done, I think it's Loki and I think it's a She-Hulk TV series. So, Huh. I hadn't heard yeah. of that one. That's pretty cool, though. Yeah, the girl that is on um, uh, Orphan Black. Yeah. Um, I've never seen that show, but I heard it's pretty good. But she's the one that uh, plays She-Hulk in it. Cool. Yeah. I could almost see the girl from the Mandalorian being the She-Hulk too. Oh yeah, she's uh, yeah. Except she's not a Mandalorian anymore because she <laughs> is a piece of shit. <laughs> uh, anywho, we'll save that for another podcast. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. We want to head over to the content creators corner. Yes, sir. Who we got this week? This week we have. The boys from the Horror Bandwagon podcast. Very nice. And here is their clip. Welcome, gays, ghouls, and everyone in between. And a podcast on Elm Street listeners. To our podcast, The The Horror Horror Bandwagon. Bandwagon. The podcast where I make my scaredy cat skeptical and wonderful boyfriend watch horror movies with me. That's me. I'm the boyfriend. My name is Sergio. And my name is Cody. And we are back for our second season, which officially starts... February 4th, every Thursday. So if you love horror movies, but also like to tear them apart so they aren't terrifying, then come listen and hop on the horror bandwagon. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and anywhere else podcasts are found. You can also follow us on Instagram at the horror bandwagon. Until then, we have been your boys for horror analysis, criticism, and spooky, okay, and sometimes kooky entertainment. entertainment. All right. Very nice. Um, these two just did an episode with uh, Michael from We Love Horror Podcast. I think they swapped episodes. Um, yeah. But I've been really trying to catch up on their stuff. Uh, like, I, I used to listen to them here and there. And, like, their their, their podcast is fantastic. Um, but it's hard to fucking keep up with everybody, man. There's so many podcasts out there that I'm trying to listen to. and um, But, yeah, these guys have really started um, filling up my my cue whenever I go to work. Cause that's usually whenever I listen to most of my episodes. Uh, but yeah, if you guys haven't checked out the horror bandwagon, please do. These guys are fantastic. They have great insight on the movies that they're watching. Um, and the, uh, the banter back and forth because Sergio is a horror fan and Cody's not. So it's, it's cool to hear the banter that they have back and forth on, on picking apart these movies. So thank you, Cody and Sergio from the Horror Bandwagon for sending in that promo clip. Yeah, thanks guys very much. And as for us, are we ready to hop into this? Yes, sir. But before we do, um, I actually forgot something that uh, Bettina and I started watching um, yesterday. All right. Um, it's the uh, Netflix documentary on the Cecil Hotel. Nice. Yeah. How so is we it? Watched- it's really good, man. We watched two episodes so far, and uh, one last night, one tonight. And every time we finish, uh, 
she always gets mad at me because I leave it on spoilers or on a cliffhanger. So <laughs> <laughs> it's it's really good. There's only four episodes, so yeah, sweet. Yeah, I want to check it out. I still need to watch that Night Stalker documentary too. Yeah, me too. drinking a molson canadian oh yeah you're, you're boring tonight yes with well it was a very chilled glass but it's it's just slightly cold now <laughs> <laughs> yeah you had the brainwave to start chilling your glasses the other day eh? i did yeah it's like why have i been doing this it's kind of life-changing it really is uh what are you drinking good sir i am finishing off the rest of my apple whiskey very nice. On the rocks. Ooh, fancy. And then after that, I have a vodka soda to drink. Be <laughs> Okay. <laughs> um, the gym's open back up around here. We're kind of out of our, a little bit of our lockdown. So I'm going to start being a little bit more healthy. I'm going to start going to the gym again. Uh, my COVID weight has kind of gotten a little bit out of control. So I'm going to lay off the heavy beers for a little while. Uh, yeah. So vodka soda for me tonight. Fair enough. After my, whip. I mean, I still think you look fantastic, but uh, that's just me. Thanks buddy. I used to always just say it's my winter weight. <laughs> I'm like a polar bear. Exactly. It's still winter. Yeah. All right, man. Let's get into this movie. Sputnik. Is <laughs> <laughs> uh, that supposed to be like a little rocket ship going off? Well, it's supposed to be like a spit. Like, oh, okay, I got you, I got you. All right. Um, so yeah, we're talking about Sputnik from 2020. Uh, just, I think it came out early 2020, but yeah, it's yeah. just a baby. Mm-hmm. Now, why did you? Uh pick this movie called Sputnik. It's going to be an ongoing theme throughout the whole episode. Oh, yeah. Uh, I picked Sputnik because neither of us have seen it, and we were kind of doing a little kick for a couple weeks there where we were picking movies that the other, well, that we knew that neither one of us had seen. Um, I'd heard good things about this movie throughout last year. Um and uh, Daniel from the Creepy Crap podcast, uh, he's no longer a podcast anymore. But anyways, he talked about it a little bit last year on one of his Instagram posts, I think. I don't think he did an episode on it. But no, uh, I think so. Yeah. So ever since I saw him talk about it, I was like, I've been wanting to watch it, but just never got around to it. And uh, as you know, I made that letterbox list of movies that I needed to watch from the last couple of years. Yeah. And it was on it, so I figured I'd try and knock it off. Well, I mean, now we did, so hopefully uh, 
Yeah, well, I won't say too much, but... <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the synopsis, the lone survivor of an enigmatic spaceship incident hasn't returned back home alone. Hiding inside his body is a dangerous creature. Sputnik. Sputnik. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is a Russian movie, <coughs> which... Yep. I mean, it I c- probably could have deducted from the title because the Sputnik is the first ever Russian spaceship to go into space or to hit the moon or something. I don't know. It's something to do with hmm. fucking Russian astronauts and space. I thought that was just the uh, alien's name. No, 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 no. There's a reason why it's called Sputnik. Huh. Um. But yeah, I mean, I kind of figured like the setting was Russia, but I didn't realize that it was going to be like a full blown Russian with English subtitles movie. Yeah. yeah. Which uh, I don't think I've ever seen a Russian horror movie before. Or a I Russian movie. I want to say period. I haven't, but. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I have. I think the only thing I've seen is Chernobyl. I think that was. Russian. Oh, uh, would that be Russian? Yeah, I don't know. Where is Chernobyl? That's, is that in Russia? No. Well, why would oh, it be yes, a Russian? Yes, movie? it is. Yes, oh. yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. We're definitely not getting any Russian listeners now. No, don't mind us. Uh, um, oh, it was weird because like a few parts like during this movie, I watched this on Apple TV. Mm-hmm. Um, and like the, the subtitles would just like stop popping up for like a scene. Oh, really? So I'd like pause it, go back to like the main menu and go back in and they'd start working again. Well, that's fucking annoying because it's already a two hour movie. It was. I watched this in two settings because, yeah. well, I mean, first setting I was starting to fall asleep. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, I watched the first like hour and a half of it last night and then I watched the last half hour this morning. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. We'll talk about it later on. But yeah, anyways. Uh, this movie was directed by Igor Abramenko. Uh, this yep. was his first and only full-length movie to date. He's done two other short films, and that's pretty much it. And like, he doesn't even have like credits in other roles. Like, he has credits in other roles, but they're all just on stuff that he's already done. Because, mm-hmm. like, yeah. you know, like sometimes like you'll have a producer that's turned to a director or a writer that's turned to a director. Yeah. This guy is very fresh in the movie making biz. Mm-hmm. Uh, the cast is all Russian actors and actresses. Um, so bear with me. <laughs> uh, I didn't write down movies that they've been in because besides our Russian listener, if we have any, <laughs> uh, yeah, you probably wouldn't recognize them from anything else except for the main actress, which I will talk about in a second. Anyways. Uh, so yeah, the main actress is Oksana Akinshina and she played Tatiana mm-hmm. and she uh, had a fucking hot name, by the way, Tatiana or Oksana? Oksana. You think so? I think so. Yeah. yeah it's not bad. She wasn't That's a bad fair. looking girl either. Yeah, she wasn't. Um, but yeah, so a movie that 
she would be recognized in is the born supremacy which i thought was yeah. kind of cool that's pretty much the only thing i wrote down too like uh yeah i don't even remember her from max it's been so long since i've seen it same here yeah all right next up is fedor Bondarchuk, and he played colonel samirdov these all sound mm-hmm. like hockey players like russian hockey players probably were that's yeah, a good chance all the best hockey players f- come from Canada and Russia. Wink, well, wink. Obviously. <laughs> uh, next up on the cast list is Pyotr Fyodorov. Fyodorov. Fedorov? Fedorov? Hmm, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> he played Konstantin Veshnyakov. Which is a fun word to say. Just, it is. Just the rolls off the tongue. Nice. And lastly on our cast list is Anton Vasilev, who played Jan Regal. So yes, Oksana is a doctor um, yep. in this movie. Or Tatiana, I should say, is a doctor who kind of gets herself in a little bit of hot water. Um, and then... Colonel Semiradov, he basically, he well, he's a colonel for the military, but it seems like it's kind of like a different spec of the military. Like, they're more like underground, yeah. it seems like. Are we doing this now? Like in the movie discussion? Oh, I don't know. I was just kind of giving a little breakdown of who they all are. Cause, oh, okay. Because like, I have some questions about some of this Okay. Stuff. I was just going to say, because like the names are hard to remember, so I'm just going to, I was just going right. to give a little bit of a breakdown of who each person was. Sure. But we can just go right into the movie discussion if you want. Yeah, so like like you said, Oksana is like a doctor of some sort. Um, the general or the colonel is kind of like the leader of this like military base. Mm-hmm. You have uh, excuse me, Constantine, who is the astronaut or one of the two astronauts. Yeah, and then uh, Regal is another kind of scientist who is um, this big, huge scientist who you know is one. Uh, what's that? A award. Nobel Prize and shit like Nobel that. Prize, you know that this podcast will win someday. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> live in the dream. Yeah, and then Tatiana, kind of like <clears throat> this up and comer, who she even says to to him, like, because being a real dick to her through the whole movie, and she's like, basically says, like, I'm not coming after your job or your Nobel Prize. Yeah, he's pissed that they bring her in because, like, he's been working with with uh, this case for however long now, whether it's been months Mm -hmm. or weeks or whatever, and they bring her in to try and figure out what the hell's going on. Yeah. So, I mean, I'd be probably kind of a little ticked off about it too, but he's obviously not gaining any ground. So they need extreme measures. And I guess the Colonel figures that Tatiana is able to kind of go to where they need her to go. Yeah. Whereas Jan is more by the book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like in this, I don't want to like step in hot water or anything and get us get us killed by some Russians, but <laughs> I feel like in a lot of or a few of the Russian things I've seen, like they kind of portray the men and like like their attitude is just I don't know, like not all the men, but. Like a lot of the men characters are like even from Chernobyl, like 
there's just these higher ups who think they're like so much better than everyone else. And like, they get, you know, pissed if anyone tries to copy or do anything that, you know, they're, they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, especially Regal, Regal in this movie. It's like, you could almost see it as like a negative thing, but at the same time, like it could be turned into more of a positive thing. Like they're very proud in what they do and that's true. What they're capable of doing. Yeah. So like, I mean, Russia is like one of the big heavy hitters in the world, right? Like, yeah, like you have the States and Russia and China, like without getting into politics or anything like that. But like Russia is a pretty big predominant country in what they're capable of. So, I mean, it makes sense that their people are very proud people. Yeah. And, and like this takes place in 83. Yeah. In the 80s. And um, so like that, it's like what the moon landing was, what, 68 or 69? The American moon landing? Yeah. I'm not sure. Possibly. But I just remember like in that time area, like, you know, the 70s, 80s, it was a big uh, race to whoever could have the best um, like ast- astronauts or space program. Sorry. Yeah. I feel like that's changed now, I think, but I feel like in this, you know, seventies, eighties, that was a huge thing, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, now, first, now it's more space. Yeah. Now it's more like all these different, um, aeronautical places like NASA and whatever the Chinese one is and the Russian one is they, like, it seems like they work more together yeah. than in like an all out kind of like sub war that they used to have. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, this is like right in the middle of the Cold War this movie takes place in too. Oh, that's true, yeah. Not in the middle of it, but like towards the end of it, I think. Yeah. But um and I was like I don't cuz this movie was kind of hard to follow, like it's not totally its fault, like it's a Russian movie. Mm-hmm. So like it's I feel like it was harder to follow than like an Asian or like Korean movie. See, that's, yeah, that's a point that I was going to bring up. Like, I had a lot of trouble following this one. And it's not mm-hmm. like we're amateurs to to foreign horror films at this point. Like, we've done a yeah. few of them now. But I yeah. feel like this one is more, like, you, I think of, like, Train to Busan, where, yeah, mm-hmm. it has a good story behind it. But it's more, like, many people have said this before, but, about foreign movies like they're able to tell the story by just like what you're seeing on the screen whereas i found this movie like you really had to pay attention to the dialogue in order to know what the fuck was going on and I yeah think because like apart from with, the very opening scene uh, with following it yeah yeah like the opening scene and maybe the last act <clears throat> is action heavy or more yeah. action heavy than most of the movie because most of the movie is just kind of dialogue and slow, you know, moving scenes. So like our, I feel like our reviews are not going to be that great. It's not, you know, we're not saying it's a bad movie or at least I'm not. It's just, yeah. it didn't connect with me. Yeah. On that level. Like I, f- this movie reminded me a lot of Arrival. I don't know if you've seen that with Amy Adams. Yeah, I've seen it when it first came out. It's been a while, but I yeah. know that movie got super hyped up. And yeah, I feel yeah, I feel you on that one. 
Like it just it has basically the same premise in a sense. Yeah. Like this one takes it a little bit further, like on the on the violence scale than Arrival did. Yeah. But uh but I mean it 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 did remind me a lot of that. And that movie is a movie that you need to pay attention to as well. Like it's it's a lot mm-hmm. it's really like dialogue driven as opposed to to visually driven. Yeah. But yeah. Um, so like the first scene, you know, kind of introduces the main character. Um, they're pretty much in space doing their, you know, shooting, bring a satellite out to space, I believe. And then they're on their way down and something comes up on the hatch and then it kind of cuts away the opening title sequence. And then they're like crash landed. And the one of the astronauts is like his fucking head is just gone basically like is inside of his brains yeah and then uh constantine is still alive but he's like puking up blood and like he yeah he's visibly in pain and discomfort Mm -hmm. but we don't know what the fuck like we never saw excuse me what broke into the to the space shuttle or anything like that yeah Um, well it wasn't even a space shuttle it was like a pod like it, it seemed like they were on their way back to earth anyways yeah because they were talking about like what they're going to do whenever they get back and whatnot. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean like the, the scene of the other astronaut that's like kind of tore apart. That was fucking crazy. Yeah. I like, I like the opening in this movie, but mm-hmm. then like the whole political side of the movie is not political, but like more dialogue heavy, you know, nothing's really happening. Like, this movie didn't really feel like a horror movie that much until no. like maybe the last act. Yeah. And like, then even, even then I feel like the violence is the only thing that kind of could help consider this to be a horror movie. Yeah. Like as I was watching it, I like it was more like a sci-fi drama to me besides yes. that, that opening scene, like you said, and like maybe the last like 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. So like maybe 25 minutes out of a two hour movie, it was like action. Yeah. But the rest of it was, yeah, it was more like sci-fi drama. Yeah. And like some of like the script of like the, the direction that the director went to do, went, went to go. I can't fucking talk. Um, (laughs) I didn't understand like the decisions that some of the characters made. Like we can get into it in a little bit. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Um, yeah, so now you, we're at like this military base. Um, actually, before the military base, base we're introduced to Tatiana, and she's pretty much going be before like uh, like a board meeting, kind of like court, yeah. And this is one part I didn't really understand, like, what, like, because this wasn't a flashback, because this is where she meets the colonel and he invites her to. Like he doesn't order her to come work for him. He says, "Like I said, part of he says something like because uh, she's she's about to be like discharged, basically. Like she's gonna lose her medical license and shit like that. So right. he, I think he basically like pitches the idea, like if you come work for me, like you'll be able to keep your license, sort of thing, or like you'll be okay. able to continue doing what you want to do. Right, but I don't think it ever went into why she was there, like what." Yeah, God there was, there. there was a, oh, what? Like, why she, why she was like in front of the board? Yeah, like what made them 
like say, oh, we're going to remove your license. So there was a 17 year old boy and he was having seizures. And uh, for whatever reason, she figured out that like if she like drowned him basically and brought him back to life, um, like the seizures would go away. Right. Do you remember? And that, yeah. so they were like, you like, you can't do this. Like this, this isn't practical. Like you're like, I forget what the whole terminology was, but basically they were saying like, this is illegal. Like you killed a patient on purpose and brought them back to life. And yeah. she was like, well, it worked. And they're like, well, the mother's talking to like every single judge and like board of directors and all this shit. And she, and then Tatiana was like, well, she's a big part of the problem with his seizures too. Like if she tones her attitude down in the way that she is, then she'll probably see a big difference. And if she doesn't, then the seizures are going to start coming back. Mm -hmm. So like just the way that she did it, it was like a really unorthodox procedure that she did. And I think that's what the Colonel was like, kind of horned up about. Oh, and okay. why he wanted her to come on. Cause he knew that she like, she doesn't care. Like she'll go to the extremes in order to right. get the job done. Right. Okay. Yeah. Like it's stuff like that. It's kind of like hard for me to, um, you know, keep track of what was said exactly and shit. Oh yeah, man. Like after an hour of watching this movie, like there's probably a good chunk that I will not remember <laughs> as we're yeah. talking yeah. um but like the first the first little bit like i was really paying attention because i was like oh fuck this is a russian movie it's gonna be hard to follow enough as it is so like i was really paying yeah. attention to the first little bit but yeah it, yeah it got really hard to follow after and same with while. me like like i have add and like <laughs> like i had to stop watching after an hour because i was like fuck I'm, I'm falling asleep now like i I keep watching I'm not gonna remember anything so I just so watch it the next fucking day um so yeah the colonel kind of hires touch in and come work for him um on his military base and it's it's not like a government military base it's like its own military kind of yeah it's almost like the the men in black sort of thing it seemed like yeah so like I don't know if this military was made no, it wasn't, no. I was going to say it made for just this space crash because it's kind of like a prison. Like, they have inmates on this military base. Yeah. So I don't know if it's, like, um, like ex-military people who, like, you know, want to create... Oh, I think they do mention it, actually, isn't it? Like, ex-militants they... who have, like, PTSD and kind of go crazy or something? Maybe. I remember, because later on in the movie... I'm not going to give anything away right now, but later on in the movie, Tatiana and the Colonel get into an argument and he's yeah. like, he pulls out a, an inmate's file and he's like such and such. Uh, he raped and then murdered his neighbor. She was 12 years old. He's like, these aren't people. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if they're ex military or not, but you would think that like, if they were ex military, then the military would try and like, <clears throat> not do what they did with them <laughs> yeah like yeah. you would have that sort of respect for them but i don't know maybe yeah. i i miss that part if they are if they are yeah and then this is where we get introduced to um constantine like like face to face and uh regal because they kind of have constantine like locked up like he's yeah. he's there you know they're kind of holding him here for a while and Regal is there kind of questioning him about the incident. 
and uh, Constantine hates Regal, so they kind of bring her in to talk to him and try to get some more backstory on what happened and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I don't know if at this point they know. Well, I think the military knows like the alien is inside of him, but they but Tatiana doesn't. Yeah, because whenever Tatiana and the Colonel first get to the facility. He's like, you have access to 90% of the facility. Uh, once you gain your full security access, then you'll you'll be able to like see the other 10%, basically. So I'm guessing yeah. like their secret is that extra 10% that she doesn't have access yeah. to. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so I think they... The next like kind of big scene, they have Constantine like locked up in this kind of like solo like prison room with like this glass door wall yeah. thing. Um, and the colonel goes and shows Tatiana um, pretty much what the alien looks like. And she it, it looks like very different from other aliens. Like it has like no legs, but then kind of like penis legs. <laughs> Like throughout the yeah. movie, I thought like, "Oh shit, that's a big ass cock." <laughs> he's got four cocks that he's walking around on. Yeah. <laughs> what did you think of the alien design? Um, I thought that the t- the the picture on like the movie was very deceiving. Yeah, I agree. Like, I thought I it was going to be a lot bigger. Be, me too. And but I mean, it wasn't like you know terrible, but um definitely underwhelming and I, then, I liked that they they took a different approach to it like that it looks different than what we're used to seeing yeah for sure like it um oh go ahead yeah go ahead oh i was just well, gonna just dis- anyone <laughs> i was gonna describe it a little <laughs> bit i don't know like, sure yeah like it has eyes like if you look at a, a spider close up like it mm-hmm. the front of its face kind of looked like that yeah. And like, I didn't know if it had a mouth or not, but every once in a while you could see like teeth, like kind of on the under underneath of his head. Yeah. I think it was like underneath, like you said. Yeah. And then like it had like small wing type things that were like not wings, but like, like picture a stingray, I guess, like kind of coming out of the that's top. That's a of great its head. description. Yeah. That's a like good a, description. Yeah. Like its head kind of had the shape of a stingray. And then it was like a long, thin, slender body, like, like an eel, I guess. It was like all slimy and shit. Yeah, yeah. And then it had four penis legs. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, is like at the, the window of the cell. And she like asked Colonel like, oh, like where, where did it come from? Like, because he's in this room, there's nowhere for it to go. And then he kind of explains to her a bit that at this part that it lives it's inside of him. And it comes out at a certain time during the night to kind of like, it doesn't feed because it feeds on what he eats. Yeah. So I don't know if it kind of just gets air, but I I like the scene. Oh, go go ahead. No, go ahead. I I like the scene of whenever Tatiana is like kind of doing like all the research about like the alien and like, it's kind of explaining like how it works. Like it, when it goes, it comes in and, in and out of his mouth. Yeah. And when it comes out, it releases like, um, like a slime or like some sort of like 
toxin uh toxin that's it that makes him not feel it coming out yeah it, it knocks him out they said yeah so it, like lives inside of him yeah that whole explanation i thought was really cool too like mm-hmm. and it said like uh i think it might have been regal that was telling tachiana he was like it comes out and it like kind of stretches out to its full form but then whenever it goes back into him it curls up into itself so it's able to yeah. fit inside of his mouth or inside of his body yeah. um uh i think it comes out like at night like maybe it is to get air like you said i don't know but uh like we see later on that it doesn't like light either like it doesn't like bright no. light no so i think that's why it comes out at night oh maybe yeah but I mean, it only comes um, out for like an hour to an hour and a half, they said. So, yeah. And. Uh, and then I think at one point. Because Tatiana is like doing all this research and then Regal kind of like we said before, Regal confronts her and she tells him like, hey, like I'm not trying to take a job or a Nobel Prize. Like I'm just just here to try and figure this shit out. Yeah. But like, I don't understand what they're trying to figure out. Like, they're doing typical government shit, right? Yeah. It's like, dude, just fucking kill the guy. Like, kill Constantine. Mm-hmm. But they keep it alive, you know? Well, I mean, do you think in real life, would they just kill the alien and the person? Like, I feel like... No, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. it's typical government shit, yeah. you know? Like, running their tests on it and shit like that. Yeah. Um. And then at one point... Tatiana decides she's gonna fucking go in the cell with it when it's out. I was like, that's not a fucking good idea. That's like, fucking what's ballsy? What the fuck is the point of this, man? Because it liked it your friend. It liked the little Russian doll that she had. Yeah, like I didn't get that. Well, because that was the doll that, like, Constantine had it up in space with him. You see it at the beginning of the movie when they're yeah. still in the shuttle. Um, and there goes one of my questions, but uh, oh you. shit, my bad. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess I guess that is a connection, yeah. Because like we, this is a they call it a symbiote, which is what uh, like the thing that um, that Venom has. Mm-hmm. So like it starts to become part of him. So I think it starts to like get his feelings almost which i didn't put together until the very end yeah that they were connected like that i started putting it together with this like little russian toy Uh, okay because like he like she came in with the toy and the alien like like legit like snuggled up to it like it like curled its body around she like because she goes in or no she yeah she goes in and then she sees like the toy and then it like jingles and she sees it kind of like perk its ears up. Yeah. Yeah. And then she puts it in and the alien uh, goes in, like cuddles it. And then she like slips on the slime and then it just bites her leg. Yeah. It kind of fucking goes nuts on her, grabs a hold of her, like drags her further into the cell. Yeah. Like I was kind of thinking that because she goes in to like try and pet it. Yeah. So I was thinking that her and the alien were going to sort like get some sort of connection. And like, I was kind of half expecting her to get infected by the alien in in this scene, too. Right. But 
yeah, it just like fucking starts tearing at her foot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they end up pulling her out and shutting the glass door. Um, so yeah, some other shit goes 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 down. Um, I think they're just kind of like figuring out what to do with the, the alien at this point, and I forget because <coughs> during this next scene um, is where Tatiana learns that. They're taking the the alien to like where the prisoners are and letting it kill the prisoners. Yeah, because uh, like we already mentioned it, but Regal tells her like, "Oh, he, she asked him what the alien eats, and he said whatever Constantine eats." Mm-hmm. And then, like <clears throat> in this scene coming up, we find out that that's not the case at all because she's watching playback videos of the alien coming out of his uh coming out of his mouth and Mm -hmm. like you can tell that it's clipped like that the video's clipped and then so she brings that up to to what's his name regal and uh right and then she finally convinces him to show her like what the fuck's going on it was fucked it surprised the fuck it was super fucked yeah definitely like they go to this kind of like prison area and there's like two prisoners in the thing and she's staying in like the Jeep thing. Yeah. And watching through binoculars. And then you just see the alien come out and just go up to the guy. You don't think anything's going to happen. Then just fucking grabs his head and like smashes it in the ground and tears it off. Yeah. It's like, holy fuck. Yeah. I wish we would have seen that like not through because you see that through the binoculars and they're like yeah kind of like their night vision binoculars so it would have been cool to see that like close up but oh well yeah and then regal gets back in the car with her and she's like throwing up and yeah he's just kind of telling her like yeah this is what's happening you know it's not my my decision to do this pretty Mm -hmm. much as the colonel um one little scene that we skipped over that's kind of crucial for the very ending of this movie Mm -hmm. um Tatiana, she gets into the cell or into the like interview room with Constantine for a second time. And she like starts going off on him because he keeps calling himself a hero. And she's like, oh, yeah, she's like, why do you keep calling yourself a hero? She's like, I can understand if you threw a grenade at a tank. She said, but all you did was go up in a tin can while everybody else was down here fighting. She's like, why does that make you a hero? And he's like, I, I did a heroic duty or blah, blah, blah. She's like, you're not a hero. You're a coward. You abandoned your son. Um, space was more important to you. You left your son after his mother died or something like that. So we find out that Constantine has a son who he left abandoned at a uh, at an orphanage while he went up in space. Yeah. And you kind of see at one point it goes to the son and he's like in a wheelchair and like barely walk. Yeah. And he's like going up to like a reception trying. I think he's like stealing keys at one point. Yeah. Um, and that kind of comes into play at the end. Yeah. But uh yeah, and then he kinda like says, Okay, I want I want Regal back even though I he's a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's like, I don't want you anymore. He doesn't make me feel this this yeah. like pain, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um so now after this uh, Tatiana kind of decides that 
Um, because how does she convince uh, Constantine to escape with her? Because she goes like for her run, and then Constantine starts talking to her again. But that was after he told her to like f off, pretty much. She tells him, I think she tells him that uh, that the military's been feeding the alien the prisoners. Right, because he's knocked out, so he doesn't know what's happening. Yeah, all that. Yeah, because there's like a little secret door in his cell that leads right out to the cage, wherever, like in the backyard. Let's just say, right, where they feed right. the feed the alien. Um. Oh yeah, because he. Sorry, I'm just looking over my shit here. He doesn't even know that he has the alien inside of him. Because oh, every really? time, because every time the alien leaves, he he's passed out, right? Oh, so right, right. At, yeah, yeah. at this point, he doesn't know the aliens inside of him. So that's how she convinces him. She says, um, that he has the creature inside of him, and that they feed him other inmates, and blah blah blah. And that's whenever yeah. she convinces him to uh, to escape with her. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, she forget if this is before or after but during one scene he is kind of like in another block of where he was before yeah and uh they leave him be like he has a tv and everything and he goes out as like a nurse a girl nurse and he kind of drugs her tea and then convinces her to like come in like he does it so easily he's like just goes out there and he's like come watch tv with me yeah he's like oh no i can't He's like, no, you you come watch TV with me now. And it's like, <laughs> and he ends up drug drugging her. Um, and then I think during this, Tatiana goes back to where they're feeding the prisoners, and she tries to stop the colonel from doing it. Yeah. And then she goes in and tries to save one of the prisoners, but um, well, it doesn't work. He gets killed, yeah. and then she almost gets killed by the uh, alien. Yeah. There's uh there's one scene I can't remember if it's before or after what you just said, but her no, it must be after. Cause her and Constantine, uh, she takes Constantine to show him the people that the creatures killed. Yeah. Like so they're like in a morgue kind of thing. Yeah. And they find out that the creature didn't infect his like shuttle partner because he had cancer. So like he didn't have like a very healthy body, uh, oh. so the symbiote didn't want to be attached to him. He like he chose Constantine because he was the healthier of the two, right? Which I thought was like kind of a cool little tidbit. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and I think sh- I don't know if you have anything else that you wanted to say. No, just pretty much get into like the last and yeah. scene, like with them escaping. So shortly after that, like Constantine tells Tatiana that uh, that he know that he knew that the alien was inside of him. Yeah, which I thought was kind of crazy. Like, why are you not doing something about this? Yeah, exactly. Unless the creature's <laughs> like controlling him somewhat while he's inside. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and. Um... So yeah, they they escape. They they're starting their escape. I don't know what their plan is. 
really? Like, because this guy has an alien inside of him. Like, where are you going to bring him? Mm-hmm. Um, well, because the whole point of Tatiana being there was to try and figure out how they could make them live separately. So, like, keep the alien outside of his body. Yeah, like, she she tries to go with that theory at the end. But, like, even before that, like, <clears throat> what was her plan to get him away from the military base and then do experiments by herself? That's somewhere. True. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, yeah, they get to like this like hanger and they have like some sort of syringe that I think Tatiana made of like some serum that makes the alien come out. Yeah. Um, Because like they get stopped by like, you know, seven or eight uh, military guys and then they almost get shot at and Constantine's like, here, give me the serum. And she's like, it's too early. So like, that was her plan, actually, to do like experiments by herself, I guess apparently yeah uh the syringe that she had it had drugs that would simulate this that uh like the cancer cell that his his partner had so that would make the the alien want to come out right so that that's what was in the syringe and that was her plan to get the alien outside of his body Mm. i mean it did work because it leaves and then like totally fucks up everybody yeah. Uh Tatiana and Constantine make it out in a truck and before that the colonel shows up and all his badass <laughs> just like throws a smoke grenade and then like shoots at the alien but you don't see it happening and it kind of like cuts away. Yeah. Um and then the two of them are driving away in the desert and Constantine I think he starts like throwing a blood or he starts like passing out or something. Yeah. Um, so they pull over and he's like pretty much dying almost. And then you see in the background, a military truck coming up behind them and it's the Colonel and he is like pointing a gun at them, pretty much saying that, uh, he says like, Oh, your, your plan didn't work. And then she's like, she said, I thought, I thought if I separated them, that it would be fine. And he's like, Clearly they're not. So then you know at this point that they're connected. Yeah. Kind of like Venom, like on a emotional, like physical level. Yeah. Because the other, the alien's pretty much dead. But then he opens the case and then Constantine kind of like puts himself in the alien, kind of, it seemed. Like it, he like controls them or controls the yeah. alien at this point. Yeah. Uh, and then this scene totally surprised the fuck out of me whenever the alien just like chops the fucking colonel's head in half. Dude. <laughs> that was fuck. fucking, that was gnarly. Yeah. Like it, like not like, I don't know. Like it like rips its face off. Like yeah. from halfway, I don't know, through his head. I don't know. It was, it fucked was, up. It, it was, was cool. it was gnarly. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and like during that whole fight scene, Tatiana dropped the gun or someone did, and then you see Constantine look at it, and then you hear a gunshot, and he shot himself and killed uh, himself and the alien, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. And uh, then it kind of cuts back to the daycare <laughs> with the uh, the boy. He's going up to like the teller, and she she asks him like, "Oh, like where's your parents or something like that?" And I was like, "Well, it's an orphanage, like." his parents aren't here <laughs> yeah and he gets like a pair of shoes i didn't get and he this. says 
Me either, man. He like says, "Oh, I'm I'm not a boy. I'm a girl." Yeah, he says like, like, "My name's Karen" or something like that. Yeah, it's like okay, and then it cuts to another orphanage, and it has Tatiana getting Constantine's kid from the orphanage. Yeah. So it's like, okay, was Tatiana that girl from the orphanage? Like, is that what they're trying to go for? Maybe, yeah. Like, that's the only thing I could think of. Like, just doing flashbacks of her? Yeah, like, maybe... Mm. I don't know, there's some connection between her and Constantine, like... Yeah. Yeah, like you said, the whole, like, orphanage thing, like, this ending, I just didn't understand it at all. Yeah, it was kind of stupid. Like, it it didn't... Like, I feel like you could have just ended it with Constantine shooting himself, like... Yeah. Exactly. Know. We didn't need that whole orphanage backstory. Like that that's just filler. Yeah. Like it didn't need to be there. Yeah, like even have her just go to the orphanage and get his kid. Yeah. Like I, I just didn't understand the whole like, oh I'm not I'm not a boy, I'm a girl. So yeah. like I don't know. Like those orphanage if they're flashbacks, like so you think it was her that was in the wheelchair? Yeah, I think it was Tatiana that was in the orphanage. Like that was in the wheelchair. But I don't know. Yeah, yeah, in the wheelchair, yeah. but I don't know why. Like, it, you it, don't get that connection at all. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like, yeah, you could have taken that whole part out of the movie and it would not have affected the storyline whatsoever. Like, yeah, it, exactly. It just turned a hour and forty five movie into a two hour movie. That's pretty exactly. <clears throat> yeah. But uh, yeah, anything else you want to add? I don't think so. Cool. Well, that's the way the blood splatters. Yep. Um, we kind of talked about this like at the start. Like, it's not that it's a bad movie. It's just it's just hard to follow. Yeah. Like, I feel like if we were Russian, it would be a lot better than than what we saw it as. Yeah. So I mean, all we gotta do is you know go on uh, learn some Russian and. <laughs> <laughs> a couple of weeks and come back and you know talk about it rewatch it um yeah, yeah what's that app called uh duolingo uh, duolingo yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh russian would um, be a, a cool language to learn yeah but yeah i feel like if a we spoke russian we'd enjoy this more yeah. but and b like i think it wasn't only that like i think some of the the script writing, the direction in this movie kind of hurt it a bit as well. Like it's not only because it's Russian, like it's, you know. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get into these reviews. All right. Who's going first? Uh, I can go first. Okay. So I gave the story a 3 out of 10. Um, I thought it was a boring story. Hard to follow, like not only like we talked about, like because it was a different language, but I just feel like it was so fast paced, like the dialogue, hard to keep up. And I didn't think the script writing was that good at all. Um, They didn't really give a backstory on a lot of the characters, like the alien really even, like they didn't really delve into where it was from like we see came from space and you learn it's a symbiote but you don't know what its purpose is 
Um, and for quality, I gave a four out of ten. Okay. Um, again, I thought it was a pretty boring movie. Uh, I thought the acting was good though for what it was, and I thought the alien looked really cool. Yeah. Um, and like the cinematography, like the space scene, I thought was really well done. Mm-hmm. And that opening shot was done really well. Um, and like some of the gore scenes and stuff, I thought were shot well. But uh, just overall, just didn't connect with me on this one. Right. So story three out of ten, and quality a four out of ten. Okay. I uh, I really struggled rating this movie. Yeah, because yeah. like in the back of my mind, I was like, it's not that bad of a movie. It's just I, I'm like you, like I just I didn't really connect with it. Yeah. Um. But anyway, so for my story, I gave it a five out of ten. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, like we've said it countless times, and I literally just said it, but it's not like it's not a bad movie. It it. <sighs> I feel like we didn't like it as much because we couldn't really understand it. Um, It was very hard to follow. Uh, Like even just not even just like the whole Russian aspect of it. Like, I feel like even if this was an English movie, it would be hard to follow because it's kind of all over the place. It is. Yeah. And uh, like you said, like we don't really, we don't really know what exactly is going on? Like, what is the military's purpose of trying to separate these two beings? What are they going to do with the alien? What are they going to do with Constantine? Are they hoping mm-hmm. that if they take the alien out of his body, he's just going to be able to live a normal life? And yeah. like, what's going to happen to the alien? Are they just going to keep feeding it inmates and keep it alive? Or are they going to do tests on it? Are they going to kill it whenever it's out of his body? Like yeah. we literally don't really know anything about, what their plan is moving forward. No. Um, And I liked what you said too. Like we don't really have, like, I don't need an alien backstory, but like they're in a fucking uh, space pod, like returning back to earth. And all of a sudden this alien just ends up on it. Like, how does that happen? Yeah. Yeah. Like in every other alien movie, they're either a invading earth or B, it's us going to their planet. Yeah. Like an alien. Like they're literally just hanging out in the middle of a space, dropping off a satellite dish. Yeah. Like, where did this alien come from? Did it have its own shuttle and it like jumped out of it and landed on theirs? Mm-hmm. Or is this thing just like fucking floating through space, hoping that someone's going to come along? Yeah. So that kind of irked me a little bit. I just literally thought of it, but this movie felt like a B-level life movie. Yeah. Like that movie Life. Yeah. Um, Like that movie isn't that great (laughs) either, but I feel like this movie is like a pretty good replica of that movie a bit. Yeah, I can agree with that. It's like if Life and Venom reproduced. (laughs) Yeah. Um. But yeah, my quality, I gave it a 6 out of 10. Okay. Uh, I feel like the acting wasn't terrible. Um, I really enjoyed the creature design. I thought it was a cool, different take on... Oh, excuse me, on the alien design. Yeah. It's not one that we've really ever seen before. Uh, the, the gore was minimal, but whenever it was there, it was really good. Like, I talked about it, the 
the one astronaut at the start, like his fucking spines, like sticking up through his back and like his rib yeah. cages all there. Like it just looked crazy. Uh, and then whenever the Colonel got half of his face ripped off, like, I don't know. Yeah. The effects were pretty good in this movie. Yeah. Uh, I feel like with my ratings too, I gave the director the benefit of the doubt because this was his first ever movie. And I mean, really it's not a bad attempt at a first movie. That's fair. So I don't want to shit on him too, too much. Yeah. Um, like I think he had a really good vision mm-hmm. on, on what he wanted to do and it just didn't hit the nail on the head for us personally. That's fair. But yeah. So I gave the story a five out of 10 and the quality a six out of 10. All right. You know, our scores, let's head on over to Rotten Tomatoes and see what they've scored it. The critics consensus effective space alien horror with a Soviet era twist. Sputnik proves there is still some scary, good sci-fi thrillers left in the galaxy. So based on that consensus, what do you think the critics scored it? Um, I'm going to say probably isn't that many critics ratings because it's kind of a newer movie. It's a foreign movie. Um, I'm going to say, I'm going to say 86%. Fuck dude. You're close. 89%. Damn man. That's high. That is high. And that was on 110 ratings too. Really? Yeah. So there's a lot of critic ratings for this movie. Hmm. But I feel like this is a critics type of movie. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, that's why I got to give an 85. Like, yeah. yeah. And as I was watching it, I was like, oh, Brooke's going to shit on this movie because it's a fucking slow burn. And after the last episode, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Um, but uh, I, I couldn't blame you again because you never seen this movie. That, so, yeah. yeah, true enough. True enough. <laughs> um, the audience scored at a 71%, which. Okay. I mean, it's still a pretty admirable rating. Yeah, that's kind of near where you are a bit. Yeah, well. Sort of. I gave it 11 out of 20, so I'm just above 50%. Okay, fair enough. But like, as I was typing this up, I said to Sarah, I'm like, I think this is the first time in a very long time that we didn't agree with the critics. Yeah, like, definitely. We're usually pretty on par with, with their thoughts. Yeah. But... Anyways, you ready for that scare section? Yes, sir. All right. What did you give it for a scare rating? So my scare rating, I gave a 2 out of 10. Okay. Um, It wasn't that scary at all, but the kills like in the gore in this... Um, I mean, there's a little of it, but just surprised the fuck out of me. Yeah. So, gotta go with that. The alien itself wasn't scary, even though it fucked people up. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. In a sense, it was, like, almost cute. I know, right? Like, almost. Yeah. Like, if it didn't have those big-ass teeth that you saw towards the end, and if it didn't kill people, like, it could almost be a pet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
scary scene. I said when the alien like makes his first kill of the inmate. Okay. Because like you just it kind of comes out of nowhere. They kind of like maybe jump a bit. Excuse me. Um, so you don't really see it coming. Like you don't know what the fuck's gonna happen, right? Yeah. I think it would have made that even scarier if it was in like not the night vision, like we said. Yeah, true. Um, and then what I survive? Um, that's when it was hard. I put no, but it kind of seems like the alien, like once it gets more ingrained with Constantine, it doesn't like. It doesn't seem that dangerous when it's part of Constantine a bit, like when it's. When it lets it like make its own decisions, like when it's not put in a cell with a bunch of prisoners, yeah. or you know, at the very end when it has like a gun and someone's trying to kill it. So I feel like it's not that dangerous, but it is at the same time. So I don't know. I, I put I wouldn't survive. I think it's only dangerous if it feels it's threatened or Constantine's threatened. That's how I felt. So I I'll still put no, but I'm yeah. leaning more towards yes. Okay. But, uh, what about you? Uh, my scare rating, I gave it a 3 out of 10. I basically had everything that you had. Like, it's not a, an overly scary movie, but, like, the gore is good. There's the odd scare here and there. Just mm-hmm. stuff that you're not expecting. Like, I don't even know if... I, like, I wouldn't even consider it jump scares. No. Because, like, they're not trying to make them jump scares. It's just, like, yeah. this alien is just, like, acting out mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um. But yeah, I mean, overall, it's not a scary movie. It's like kind of a fucking boring movie for like 80% of it. Yeah, like we said, it doesn't really feel like a horror movie. Yeah. Uh, My scariest scene, I said when Tatiana goes into the enclosure and the alien attacks her and grabs her foot and starts like dragging her around. Yeah. And would I survive? I said my money is 100% on the alien for this one. (laughs) <laughs> nice but i like your explanation like it doesn't seem like it's that dangerous until it feels threatened yeah, so, yeah. i mean as long as i'm not threatening it or uh constantine maybe i'd yeah. be all right yeah and the, like the colonel is like a total badass because he shows up at the end and he's like fucking missing his hand yeah <laughs> and still managed to capture it it's like damn yeah it was this motherfucker, Stephen Lane. <laughs> he kind of did look like him a little bit. He did. <laughs> All right. You have anything else? Uh, no, I think that's it. Okay. So that means it's time for Captain Spaulding's Trivia of Monsters and Mad Men. So you said I already answered one of your questions? Yes. What was the question? Uh, what toy is floating at the beginning? Oh, the okay. Spaceship? All right. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go first this time. Well, before we get to that, uh, okay. what movie are you putting oh. up? Okay. 
I I haven't been scared at a movie that we've watched in a while. Like I feel like we haven't watched overly scary movies recently. I've been feeling that that vibe too. So I picked a movie that fucking terrifies me. Ooh. I picked Oculus. Okay. Okay. You know my hatred of mirrors. So yes. this movie fucks me up. Cool. I'm excited. Yeah. What do you bet? Um, and I'm putting up a movie that we both haven't seen. Okay. But it is one I've put up before. Oh, okay. The very first one we put up on our Instagram <laughs> uh, poll. All right. And that is 2010's I Saw the Devil. All right, cool. I was wondering when you were going to bring that one back around. Yeah, yeah. All right, sweet. Okay. I'm going to ask you the question first. Sure. I feel like that kind of gives the person a little bit of an advantage. It seems like I've been getting asked first a lot lately. (laughs) Made sure. Let's go with it. I don't know. Anyways. Hit hit me with your best shot, Pat Benatar. Uh, what does Constantine say he wants to do as soon as he gets home uh, while he's still in the space shuttle? Fuck. I don't remember the specifics. He says he wants to go to like a certain town and be with his son. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Sorry. That's my bad. Maybe it wasn't Constantine that said it. It's hard to tell which one was which in that space shuttle. Maybe. Oh, was... so the one who died? It might have been him that said it. Yeah, because Constantine says he wants to go visit a town. <laughs> and then the guy asks him, like, oh, what about your wife? And he kind of changes the subject right away. Yeah, so no, it's not his. It's the other guy. Ah, shit. Ah. Uh, I forget. I'll also- take a shot in the... I'll, I'll take a shot in the dark. It's like go to the movie theater. No, he wants to go home and take a bath. Oh yeah, I would never have gotten that. <laughs> <laughs> All, All right. right then. All right. What does what animal does Constantine describe the alien as looking like? Oh. That's very similar to a question that I have, but I don't know if it's oh. huh. I don't know I don't remember that at all he says a whale <laughs> oh yeah he was jo- yeah okay right all right I do remember that yeah fuck okay and then touching I was like kind of like questions like a whale <laughs> yeah fuck yeah I do remember that <laughs> Okay, so neither of us have a point yet. What does Tatiana say Constantine suffers from after her first meeting with him? Uh, PTSD. You got it. Yes. Alrighty then. What are the times that the alien emerges and goes back into Constantine's body. Oh, you motherfucker. I knew I should have fucking wrote that down. Uh, I want to say between like 
3.20 and 4.50 a.m.? You're damn close. Was it? It was 2.40 a.m. and 3.10 a.m. Fuck. All right. Close, but no cigar. No cigar. All right. How long do they say the alien is whenever he leaves Constantine's body? Hmm. Is that including his freaky tail? I don't know. They just say they say Fuck. the size of it. I'll just say six feet. Oh, okay. Hold on. Hold on. You might be close because they say it in meters. So I got to see what the see what the conversion is. Okay, no, you are wrong. What they is it? S- they say it's 1 to 1.5 meters, which Ooh. would be roughly 5 feet long. Ah, okay. Cool. All right. All right. Um, what movie, what, what type of movie does Constantine like, say he likes? <laughs> he likes war movies or movies with spies. You are correct. That was one of my questions, too. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so we're one and one. I have two questions left. Um, I wrote down a bunch of questions. Let me just go back to my main note-taking. I wrote down six. Okay, I have another question I can ask you. Okay. Do you want to say if you get this one right, then you win? Because <clears throat> um, that would be five. I mean, sure. That'd be five questions that I asked you. So. Okay. I don't know. It's up to you. Looks <laughs> well, it it's tied one one right now, right? Yeah. Well, then you just ask me. I'll ask you. We'll see who comes out on top. All right. Cool. <laughs> All right. What real life creature did they base the aliens' movements off of? Um, trying to think like how it moves. It's a type of lizard, I'll say that. Uh, a what's the fuck that one called? Uh, New Guinea. Oh. <laughs> I almost want to give it to you. <laughs> it's not what they're called. <laughs> but you have their location, right? It's like a geyser or whatever the fuck it's called. No. Ugh. I don't know, I what is it? Uh, Komodo dragon. Oh, shit. I guess that is a lizard. Yeah. Well, it's not a fucking dragon. No. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, it's not? Yeah. I thought dragons were real. (laughs) Um, All right. right. Uh, Where does Constantine's ship land? In which country? Uh, Soviet Afghanistan. Oh, you're close. Oh, it's it not that? Soviet, it was Soviet Kazakhstan. Fuck! 
They mentioned Afghanistan later on in the movie. That's why I fucking thought it. All right. <laughs> Do you have one more question? Um, let me see. I don't think so. I mean, I can, I have one off the top of my head. I can ask you. Okay. Let's go one more because we need a winner. Okay. <clears throat> All right. What color of shoes? <laughs> Fuck off. Is that the one <laughs> that you were going to ask? <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> oh, that's fucking funny. Was it the shoes at the end? Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly the question I was going <laughs> to ask. All right. What color were they? They were blue. What? They were like a navy blue. They were black and white. Dude, I'm colorblind. Come on, that's not fair. Bro, it's black. Come on. Dude, that looked blue, like dark navy blue. (laughs) (laughs) All right, fine. On account that you're colorblind, I'll just say you got it right. And we'll watch your movie because I do want to watch it. (laughs) (laughs) Cheating the system. I like it. Fucking using your disability to your advantage you motherfucker hey that's what we gotta do around here (laughs) (laughs) all right what was the movie called again i saw the devil right right okay now is it like full-blown foreign like do we need to read that one too it it is but all right from what i've read it's more like action yeah it looks it's like like an action horror all right cool it looks like it is so <laughs> All right, sweet. So we're watching I Saw the Devil next week. Hell yeah. Okay. Well, in our most controversial ever trivia, congratulations, Brooke. Thank you. I uh, deserve it. Can I get a standing ovation here? Thank you. Thank you. Anytime. All right, <laughs> so that concludes the episode uh, on Sputnik. Um, if you guys want to find us on social media, we are on Instagram at a podcast on Elm Street. If you click the link in our bio on there, you will see links to our T Public account, to our uh, Patreon account, and as well to our Discord account, where we're starting to. Uh, to be a little bit more active and hopefully start to do some more stuff on there. Uh, quick Patreon shout out to everybody that, uh, that is already signed up for our Patreon. Um, leading off the charges, Michael from the We Love Horror podcast. He's our newest member. <laughs> Next up is Jeff Matthew, one of our good friends from, from around these here parts. Uh, Josh Parsons and or Team Lucky Finn on YouTube. Please go check out his YouTube channel. It uh, he does some game streaming for a good cause to raise awareness. Um, uh, good friends Jacob and Amara. They've been a longtime uh, patron. Sorry, I forgot mm-hmm. the word for a second. Um, our good buddy Chuck from Chuck Goes to the Movies another long time patron and Anthony from the Porcelain Peak podcast not the Porcelain Peak podcast just Porcelain Peak there well I mean it is the only one that's true the Porcelain Peak yeah Um, I think that's it 
No, uh, Dennis. Uh, Dennis. I was gonna. I was about to come through that fucking microphone and slap you in the face. <laughs> uh, yeah, Dennis. Sorry, almost forgot about you. Um, and he's probably even gonna listen to this episode too. So fuck. Um, but yeah, thank you all for being <laughs> patrons. Uh, we love you. We appreciate you. You guys help keep us going. So uh, yeah, you have our unconditional love. <clears throat> And uh, that's all I have. Exactly what you said, yes. <laughs> Verbatim. <laughs> and uh, we we had a little uh, board meeting the other night. So, uh, you know, just between Mark and I, but still a <laughs> board meeting. Um, have some uh, big things happening uh, in the next few months. Some bonus content for our regular listeners and also our patrons yep so uh keep an eye out for that there's one episode that i'm super stoked for me too <clears throat> me too but uh we'll keep it a secret for now yeah all right that's all that's all folks that's all folks <laughs> <laughs> see you later. Okay, see you guys. <laughs>